Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. So therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is. What is he? He's a new creature. He's a new creature. This is the inward man, not the outward man, as you well know, but the inward man, because we don't get a new body when we're born again. Now, I'm glad that we are going to have a new body one day, aren't you? Praise God, the Bible said so. We will have a new body. We don't have that new body yet. But the man on the inside, which is the real you, which is a spirit man, has become a new man in Christ. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, Understanding How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. I remember I was preaching several years ago in Los Angeles, California. And uh, I picked up a newspaper and I read the Los Angeles Times on the front page about one of the leading psychiatrists in uh, Beverly Hills committed suicide. There's quite an article about this. Here was a man, just comparatively a young man, only 40 some odd years of age, 46 years of age. And uh, some of the leading movie stars, of course, had been under his care and so on. He lived in a beautiful palatial home. He didn't have any money matters. Had a lot of money. He didn't have any domestic trouble. He didn't have any kind of trouble at all that anybody could pinpoint or, or, or find. No physical trouble. Wasn't under the care of any doctor, so he didn't have any terminal disease or something. They just simply didn't know. I mean, there were several articles over several days about this. Why this man, who was very promising, who was very famous, who had a promising career, who had everything from the standpoint of, uh, of financial affairs and finances, why he would commit suicide. And I thought as I read these articles day after day, because there's something every day on it as they continued their investigation, you know, they found out, you see, that his home that was back... Uh, in the, in the late fifties, uh, his home, which was a $150,000, $200,000 home today, would probably be worth $400,000, was all paid for. They found out, you see, that he had a bank account and had thousands of dollars in it. He had two or three different savings accounts, and he had, uh, was a man that was worth nearly a million dollars. And he had a wife and two lovely children, and as far as his wife, as they in, uh, interrogated his wife and children, as far as they knew, there were no problems in the home. He had no problems physically. Why would he uh, commit suicide? And of course, after the last article was run, they just didn't know. A man who was supposed to help others. Well, he evidently didn't have the answer, you see. He didn't have the answer. The answer to man's needs comes and stems from the spiritual, actually. And so a man really doesn't know himself unless he is a Christian. Did you know that? No matter who that man is, he doesn't know himself and will never know himself. And a man that's not a Christian 
when one knows the Bible, no matter how educated he is in whatever field, whether it is psychology or what, that man's just really liable to do anything. Because the spiritual nature of man is a fallen nature. And he got this nature, Adam got it from Satan when he sinned in the garden. And really that nature is a satanic nature. And man can't change his nature. The Bible said, you know, can the leopard change his spot? Can the Ethiopian change his skin? And he can't. But God can, for he's God. Hallelujah, isn't that right? So therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is. What is he? He's a new creature. He's a new creature. This is the inward man, not the outward man, as you well know, but the inward man, because we don't get a new body when we're born again. Now, I'm glad that we are going to have a new body one day, aren't you? Praise God, the Bible said so. We will have a new body. We don't have that new body yet. But the man on the inside, which is the real you, which is a spirit man, has become a new man in Christ. I remember after I was born again on the bed of affliction, then after I received healing for my body, I got a hold of this verse on the bed of affliction, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and I think it's been my second favorite, my number one favorite verse of Scripture is Mark eleven twenty four, as you well know. If you've ever heard me talk, you know. That's my number one favorite. See? I've used that verse. That was the verse that brought healing to my body and brought me off of the bed of affliction, Mark eleven twenty four. But I, but then second, I, my second favorite verse of scripture in the New Testament, number two, is Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So I remember when I came off of the bed of affliction, I told everybody I met, I'm a new creature. Now you see by telling them that. I was really constantly confessing that I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Well, now, I was just a 17-year-old boy. I didn't have others Christians to fellowship with that believe like I did. You know, it's not always the easiest thing in the world to stand, especially when you're young, when you're a teenager. If you don't have those around you, you know, that uh, can help you. Well, I didn't have one living soul young or old, to stand with me, to encourage me for a moment in this area of faith and believe in God. I just simply had to stand alone. But I'll tell you, I had a high heel time of doing it. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Oh, it was joy. Praise the Lord. And... Uh, I don't know, I've never, I, I, I've never really been able to, uh, to sympathize, maybe I should, with some folks who have such problems along some lines. I never had those problems. And I'm sure of this one reason, that this is the reason, the main reason, the one reason why that I never had some of the problems that others had with the world, the flesh, or the devil, was because that I told everywhere I went, I'm a new creature. I constantly made my, my confession, I am a new creature. 
hold fast to your confession that you are a new creature. You see, that will, uh, you'll always rise to the level of your confession. And the new man on the inside then will be manifested on the outside and through the flesh if you'll hold fast to that. But the trouble with a lot of folks is, instead of looking at it from the spiritual standpoint, from the inward standpoint, they're always working on the outside. They even look at themselves from the natural. Well, somebody said one time, and I don't know who said it, and I heard it so long ago that I, I don't even know, and, and the fellow I heard say it was quoting somebody else, so I don't know who said it first. But somebody said, you know, if you look at yourself, you'll, and they were talking about looking from the outward, the natural standpoint, you'll become disgusted. If you look at others, you'll become discouraged. If you look out into the world, you know, you'll become disappointed. But I'll tell you, if you look at God, look at his word, you'll be encouraged. Praise God. And so, I, I remember the very first time that I, uh, I went to town after I'd uh, been raised up from the bed of affliction. In fact, it was the uh, second Saturday of, uh, of August of 1934. And I had been raised up from the bed of affliction on Tuesday. See, so this is really the fourth day after 16 months of being bedfast and practically totally paralyzed. So I walked to, uh, on a Saturday to our, in our hometown, a little town about then about eight 9,000 population. And in those days, everybody came to town on Saturday, you know. Country, farming, community all around, you know, they'd all come to town. And, and there's so many people on the courthouse square, you know, and that's where all the places of business were until it's a thick, you know, you couldn't hardly stir them with a stink. And so I ran into a friend of mine. Now, he and I, before I had become bedfast, we were just bosom pals. You, if you saw one of us, you saw the other one. I mean, we were just like that. But you know the world will soon forgets you when you get in trouble. And when I became bedfast, he came to see me one time between three and four months in the fourth month after I was bedfast. He came by and spent just a few minutes and left and I had never seen him again. Never did come to visit me anymore. And so uh, I ran into him. Well, he was really glad to see me, he said. And we sat down and began to talk a little bit, sat down on the running board of a 1934 V8 Ford. They had running boards in those days, you know. And uh, now he's the same old creature he always was. But I'm a new creature. So he starts talking about the things, you know, that we used to talk about before I became a new creature. And he started talking about the things that we used to do before I became a new creature. Because, you see, he's still the same old creature he always was. And he was talking about, for you to understand, I guess I'd have to fill you in just a little bit. I guess from the natural standpoint, everybody, naturally speaking, physically speaking, naturally speaking, uh, has some kind of a talent. Now, some folks may not realize their talent as yet, but they have. They, you, you've got some kind of a natural talent. We're just sort of born with it, I guess. I, and so I had two talents. The strange thing, I never did particularly care for the talent I had. I always wanted somebody else's talent, you know. Some people just sort of naturally uh, talented when it comes to music, you know. I mean, uh, and then uh, some folks are naturally talented when it comes to a, a mechanic. I mean, they could just barely fix anything that was, uh, that was mechanical.
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I have a book called Listen to Your Heart, Hearing God in a Noisy World. Sometimes as a father, if you'll just listen, God will begin to tell you things that you can do to help to avert a problem yes. uh, with your children. And it has to do with, though, you've got to understand how to listen to God and how to hear His voice. And this book, it's the six sermons that I preached on that subject. And each one of them is a chapter in itself, five, six pages in, in a chapter. And then at the end of each chapter, it's called Think It Over. It's questions that you can answer. When you read and then answer questions, it seems like you retain it a little bit better. This is a great book for anybody on personal devotions. It's a great book for family devotions. It's a great book for study groups. Even Sunday school classes are using this book because it's set up in that format to be like sort of uh, one of these... uh, Study guides. Study study Pupil study guide. I guess that might be what you call it. So that is here. And then The God Kind of Faith by my dad... It's just a one CD, The God Kind of Faith. If you don't know how to have the faith that God has, then you can't get things to happen in your life because with The God Kind of Faith, it comes to pass. Yes. So all of these are $15.95. Uh, go there on the internet, order them. That's the easiest and the best That's way, but right. the announcer will tell you other ways that you can also get this product. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, understanding how to fight the good fight of faith. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.